artist is your guy, your man, Trinidad James. I got the pleasure to be in the concho, and um, I hope that you enjoy. Peace. Redefined. To be the person, there's no way possible to be the man that I am now in 2012. Is humanly impossible? No, no, it was not. And no, it be, not. I don't think it. Yeah, that's just not that. The universe doesn't exist. But can we talk yeah. about black owned? No. Like, I'd like to kind of tackle that because yeah. it's so relevant and it's so important. Um, can you tell us about obviously inspiration, purpose, uh, ethos, drive? Tell us everything about black owned. Um. That one came to me, I was, I got, I heard the beat, um, the guy who's the producer for this particular, I worked with one producer on this album, his name is Young Fire, I met him in LA, and um, he, we've been working on a lot of things since the end of 2015, you know, and then in 2018, I was like, you know, we kind of have enough to, to start putting together a project. You know, and I, and I think that um, I think that that was the same year I did Ugly. If not, then I did it in 2019 after I met y'all. We went somewhere either right before I met y'all or right after I met y'all. I, did I think ugly. it was right after because uh, I would have remembered. After, yeah. I think I, I I think it was I would have talked to you about it if if <laughs> yeah I feel like I would have spoken to you about it. Well, either way, you wouldn't have known because I didn't drop it until the end of last year during That's Halloween. True. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, I but I hold on to things for a long time till the time is right. So I want to say that I did it. I think I did it after I met y'all. I think I did okay. it at the top of 2019. Um, I think I did it at the top of 2019. I could be wrong. If not, it's 2018 for sure. It's 2018. But, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, more importantly, we have been working. We've been working. And that was happened. The, the beat for Black Hole was one of the BT just already had on his computer. I was like, man, this beat is crazy. It, just t- it took me back to the type of hip hop that I've loved coming up over yeah. the years. Just that particular beat, right? And so um, I had the beat for a while, you know, didn't have anything to it. And I went to Atlanta and I was riding around and I knew I had a studio session that I booked for the evening. And I remember being, I was at over at my mom's house, actually. And I was listening to the beat while I was, I don't know, getting some gear or something. I don't know what I was doing. And um, it, it like the words started coming to me. And I was like, oh man, this is, this is, a, this, I, I like this, I like this. And so as I was riding around, a lot of the records that I, that I write that I'm not in the studio doing, I write them in the car. Because mm. I like to write when I'm flowing and moving. Yeah. Or whatever. Like once, it, once I'm in movement, mm. the, my mind and the words and everything is moving because it's, it's happening as fast as I want it to do. Like I'm moving fast, looking at everything fast. And intaking it in my brain and then hearing a beat at the same time. And that allows my psyche to really get yep. into the mindset that I want to get into. That's what works for me. And so as I'm, I think, maybe driving to the studio, which is probably a good 30-minute drive or something like that, um, the closer I get to the studio, I'm really getting into, like, oh, what I want to say, boom, 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 or whatever. And for me, usually, once I could lock in, the opening lines, then we're good. The rest Once of the, it is what, there. Then it's going to come to me because the opening lines allows me to know what my subject matter is and how I want to attack the rest of it per se. 
you know, at least for the first four bars or four to eight bars of the record before I have mm -hmm. to do a flow switch, flow change, blah, 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 blah. It's science at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And so um, by the time I made it into the studio, um, I'm locked into this beat now. So I'm like, yo, just play the beat or whatever. So I'm just, I was like, yo, let me just get into writing, get into writing, get into writing. And so then I went ahead and wrote out the whole verse um, and then recorded it there in the studio. And I liked it, but I know it was old school. So that, so I knew that it's like, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. It's not young man's music per se. You know what I'm saying? And I understood that. That's, Totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of things I record, it is for my personal. It's practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to stay sharp anyway with your words, with your delivery, with anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a writer, I know how important it is to just continuously practice on making music. And so um, when I was done with it, I sent it over to back to the producer, Young Fire. And that's Fire with a Y, by the way. Um, he... Uh, he, had, he didn't reply to me um, right away. And so I made a, I might have did something else, continued, and then I left. And then, I don't know, some time went by, and then finally we spoke, and, or he hit me up and he was like, yo, this record is crazy. We had a lot of things going on at the time, like a lot of positive things. So that wasn't, I, don't, I think it was our, maybe our first time working with Will Smith or something like that, or whatever. Like we had a lot of different things going on because he's really dope outside of just working with me. He's done Britney Spears' album back in the day. He did the Carter Four for Lil Wayne. He's done a lot of things. He worked with T-Pain coming up, um, you name it. He's done a lot of great things. And so, like, we're, we're always hustling, period. And um, he, he ended up, you know, bringing it up, and I was like, oh, okay, you like it, or whatever, because I usually get validation from him because it's his beat, and he holds me to a standard that I truly appreciate. A standard, appreciate. yeah, you can comfort, you, know you can comfortably, yeah. A, a standard yeah. I respect, a standard I appreciate, and it's allowed me to become an even better writer because his beats are just so good to me. as like, man, I don't want to put any bull on here. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure that I'm coming to meet that standard, you know? Definitely. And so, um, especially with something like that when it's like, we talk about rap rap, you know, yes. it's like when he appreciated it, I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. So, you know, I just held on to it. And um, I thought about doing a video a few different ways. But um, when it finally came to me, you know, I was like, well, I want to shoot it at different black owned businesses all over America. Yes. Or whatever. I wanted to do that so that there'd be a movement. And um, with that movement, you know, that was I knew that this project is this project is a project that I want to really truly dedicate to the black community mm -hmm. um, because I feel that every true artist you have to have those projects that's just for your community you know it's yes. for everybody to listen to mm -hmm. but the topics and the matters is like for for uh, like a for us by us type of situation yes and so. Um, with a record so dead on, like Black Own, I was like, this is definitely like... <laughs> there's no question about who this record's for. No question, for. You know, there's, there's no, no question, right? You didn't leave Very any good. poetic yep. moment. Mm. No. Exactly. What's, the first line, what's the first line of Black Owned? What's the, what's the, um, what's the opening line? Get ugly when that cash gone in. Yeah, get ugly when that cash gone in. Cash gone in. Everybody got the answers. I ain't asked y'all. 
or something like that. And that's how it starts yeah. off. You know, it's just like, you know, it starts off with the hook, then it goes straight into it. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody got the answers. I ain't asked y'all. And just give a f who got now. And now you got next. Ain't at Nick. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just goes direct. So you go right for the artery straight away. You didn't hold Correct. back. You didn't hold back. But I think what you were doing was reflecting what we know now. For today, if you look on the news today and you put, you know, black owned as the anthem behind it, the answers are in black owned. Do you know what I mean? And I, I find it's, that it's how crazy. did you do that? I timeliness. don't know. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's crazy. The yeah. timeliness crazy. of it. It's and crazy, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. But that so, is how, that how a lot of things work out for me. I didn't mean to cut you off, Reem, but that's how a lot of things work out for me where it comes to, like, I try to write things that are timeless because I know that I hold on yes. to music to drop it at what time works for the business that I'm trying to do because I'm an independent artist, so I'm funding all these things myself and videos cost and this cost, everything costs. Everything You know costs. what I'm saying? Everything costs, right? Including so it's your time. like, including your time so the best thing i could do the the most respect that i could show my time is using it wisely yes yes sir. so when i write i write i write for something that i think could last in any era like if a kid picked up black owned vinyl in the year 2060 2070 you know it could bring a feeling like oh this is dope you know what I'm saying? I like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I could use this for something or whatever. You know, hopefully that's how I think or whatever, yeah. you know, because I look at the music that I go back and reference that could be 30, 40, 50 years old, 60 years old. And it's like, ooh, I like this line. I like this cadence. I, you know what I'm saying? And that was 60 years ago, 70 years ago yes. or whatever, you know? So trying to make timeless music and write, write timeless lines, timeless deliveries, mm -hmm. um, that's kind of the mindset I put towards everything that I do when it comes to it, music, should I say, yes. you know? But yeah. it's also going to give this kid that's going to listen to it in 2060 a little taste of how the era where this music was created and how, what was happening at the time. So it's still like a, it's, it's still a history lesson for him to understand. And Correct. that's everything that we're doing now, especially yeah, in the yeah, content era to that everything we're doing. And, and I go back to how you said that you still went and looked at your previous work to get inspiration. And it's like, I've never heard anyone say that. Um, and it's like, it's like, it's like how we sometimes go back to our journals that we've wrote and we're like, oh, shit, this is what, how we actually were years ago. But this is the beauty of the digital era that you were saying is that now we're making content for not just for us or for whoever. No, we're making because of this digital era, we're making content for our great, 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 great grandchildren because they're going to see it. And they're going to see it from like how we saw our grandfather's journals, biographies, diaries or even photo albums. It's all into the content that we're launching out. Uh, for them to really understand who you were and that trajectory from the first song to even later on, like you said, the movies that you yeah. want to direct or the movies that you want to be in, for them to understand exactly who you were as, as a person, how you developed, but also the era that you lived in. Amen. Yeah. Amen. For Definitely. sure. Yeah, like, what, what I thought was really interesting about, about Black Owen, like finding out now this was recorded all, almost a year, a year ago, if not, yeah. if not longer, Crazy. right? Crazy. Like, and also risking his life writing while driving, I must say. Don't do that, kid. <laughs> no, but it's, it was, it's remarkable because Black-owned, for me now, protects you in like it, it's it, it's plastered yeah. on the side of, of of businesses marking 
their, you know, your own. It's unfeminine. How you, yeah, when I scroll like, through Instagram now and I see all looking, these people I was thinking like, about you. just saying I, black I was owned like, and everybody's like, buy black like, business, black owned yeah, businesses. That, like the, the narrative the side, that's coming out at the moment. A shield, Yo. an answer, a call to action. It is the most important thing you need to say because it is your community and OT's community. But more so, we look at it and it's the community that built the culture that we love and that we live on and yeah. the music we live on. And so, you know, for me, some, when you make things for the world and then suddenly they become armor for other people and then history books for, thir- you know, young people and they become educational tools for old people to young people. I'm like, then this is ar- this is artistry. That's legacy. That's artistry. Yes. So as we're scrolling through the feeds and I see black owned, all I can think about is like, how, how did he do it? Like, how did it, I don't know how he did it. Man, it doesn't look, make man. sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I did it for the right reasons. And when you do things yes. for the right reasons, yeah. that, that karma either works in your favor completely or yeah. to a certain extent, but you never really lose. Like I couldn't no. lose making a record black owned. Don't even worry. if the Black Lives Matter situation that went down that made things kind of escalate to where it is now, even if it didn't happen, mm-hmm. that record yeah, is still true. being made for the right purpose. A hundred percent. It's still, I still did it for, I still, I did that record for the people who own the grocery stores and the laundromats and the black, like the community, not even necessarily mm-hmm. like the young kids who want to turn up. You know what I'm saying? I feel no. like the, 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 I feel like the, the supermarket needed records that they could play in it. You know what I'm saying? Like for people who wanted that old feel, but you know, the lyrics are fresh and new. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about yeah. things that that are happening now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, Louis Vuitton and you know, that's a black owned, that's a black designer now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, it's like, you know, I have a line in there that that people have really been sticking to, you know, that we go broke because we don't buy black. Got the crackers toe tapping women giving them racks. You know what I'm saying? Like that mm-hmm. right there is the complete cycle of why, of, of a key reason of why we're in the situation that we're in. Because economically, yes. we don't own anything. Exactly. So if your economics are right, your politics, nothing, nothing can be in place if your economics are not right. You know what I'm saying? We need to get our economics True. in a better place. One hundred percent. I agree, and it's so interesting. Like, and I don't know if, if many people know that, but like, I remember a while back, I read something about how much does a dollar stay within certain communities, right, in America, and how much it circulates, right? And like, it was something like within Jewish communities, eighteen times it circulates approximately. Yeah, yeah. Even, even even I remember Twitter showed it on uh, Twitter when he when he did the whole yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So 20 days in Jewish communities, about 17 days in Asian communities. But then when and I think about six days within white communities and then in the black, it's six hours. That right? that that, so that it's like it's more money going out. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, they, but, but and we're spending but, crazy. If you look at how exactly. much money we spend. Yeah. And make it's like, wow. You know what I'm saying? But once again, this is our systematic issues that have been yes. in place. You know, the best way to. The best way, if I want to really beat you, I need to beat you mentally. Yes. Because physically, you'll find Mm -hmm. a way to defend against my physical abuse. But if I beat you psychologically, then I'll make you fight your own family for 100,000 years. You know what I'm saying? Before before you guys realize, like, what are we doing? And by then, I've already built uh, the Great Wall of 
of of communists, you know what I'm saying, of communism. Yes. Oh, there's <laughs> nothing you can do. Communism. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? There's nothing you can do. Like, because I'm so far ahead while you were fighting each other, uh, we were helping each other. You know right. what I'm saying? And and, and it's a it's a downfall. With the um it's a downfall, it's no excuse um when it comes to the black community. And all we can do moving forward is to try and be consistent with this knowledge and acting on this knowledge that we know. Mm-hmm. We, people, this is not the first time that anybody's brought up how bad we do with our dollars. We know how bad we do with our dollars. It's just mm-hmm. that everything that is set up currently in this very moment as we speak at this very time right now is you, you can't help but spend it somewhere else because we don't own anything. Against, yes, the odds are stacked against you. It is. Yeah, super stacked. Super, super, point. super stacked. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, the things that you like to eat, the things that you like to wear, they're not black-owned. That you yeah. love to wear. That's a part of your daily commute. You know what I'm saying? You don't own the buses that you ride on. You don't own the, you know what I'm saying, the, the taxi cab. We don't yeah. own anything. So right now, it ain't nothing we can do. Yes. But plan mm-hmm. to do better. And that just takes time. It takes time. You know what I'm saying? No celebrity, um, no black people with tons and tons of money. They're not going to just stop today and put their money just into the black pool. No. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Because it's not, not a viable investment. It doesn't no. it doesn't investment. give you the ROI. No. I'm and and once we flip that once that can be flipped, then then money will flow in. It's a very simple economic conversation, but it's an educational issue and a systematic right. issue, a race issue and a culture yeah. issue, you know? And but on the Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and um, more importantly, what you realize is that when people say all lives matter, that is a node to the future where it's like, we don't want to have these same problems a thousand years from now. Mm -hmm. You want everybody to have mutual respect for everybody. That's the way that the world should be where everybody has mutual mm-hmm. respect for everyone. But it's hard. It's, it's been hard. It's always going to be, it's going to be hard for somebody to want to share their power with somebody that's been beneath them. Yes. It's, 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 it's mentally the, the people, jarring. it's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of the old, yeah, mentally jarring. And the old way and the people that are from back in the day, per se, anybody over the age of 39, they have this mentality of what things used to be. It's a slave mentality that says, carry down, carry down, pass down, pass down. So as slavery has passed down generation to generation in the black community, entitlement has passed down in other races from, from generation to generation. Now, in the midst of that, you have black people who have prevailed through this, right? So it's such an honor and it's such an amazing thing when you make it out of the ghetto, yeah. you make it out of a bad situation. Like, oh, freedom. You, know what yeah. I'm you moved, yeah, you, what did they say? That you moved a quadrant. This, you were able to move out of your class, yeah. which is like un, unheard of in almost the world. Impossible. Almost impossible. Yeah. Exactly. So it's such an achievement to leave your race to a certain extent. Mm. or whatever the way that it's looked at, that it is humanly impossible for a person to see the worth 
of their own culture. They can yes. only see what's hot, what's popping, what's negative. You know what I'm saying? Our downfalls, because our downfalls have hurt us for so long. Our yeah. downfalls has been what's kept us um, at people, kept people's foots on our necks, literally and figuratively, or yes. whatever, you know, for so long. You know, um, and um, it's, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Like, I can sit here and talk to them blue in the face, but it takes, honestly, miracles of faith. You know and mobilization in communities and, you know, and it is yeah, about yeah. getting people in government. So I know that there was, even though it's a very early vote, I know that in eight states there were votes happening. You know, it, it is about yesterday. practicing your yeah, right yesterday. to vote you know, yesterday. Missouri, they got their first black uh, African-American woman, a uh, mayor elected, um, mm -hmm. Ella Brown, which is amazing. The Ferguson, um, Missouri, that's where uh, Trayvon Martin was killed yeah. uh, in 2014, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So, you know, like, this is the first time that this place has ever had a woman or a person Can of you color. Believe? You know, that's 2020. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a lot, man. It's a lot. And the yeah. whole thing about it is another thing, too, that you got to think about is that she is an older woman. So yes. she has an older mentality. She's a, yes. So she you know also what I'm has... She don't think like how the young people think. Yes. So she's not wow. necessarily gets the mentality of the young people all the way. Or the plight the or the struggle. Yes. Exactly. It's not the 100%. same struggle. It's the same, it's the same idea of it, but it's different levels of it. It says it has morphed, it has elevated, it's hybrid versions of slavery. Yes, you know 100%. Saying? And mm -hmm. I think that was something that we learn, like when you're studying Canadian, um, you know, indigenous uh, history, like racial history, you learn that people may have been in the same sea fighting the same waves, but you ain't in the same boat. Like you are in different boats. Mm -hmm. And so you need to find someone in your boat to fight your cause or stand up and be counted. You go and fight. Like that yeah. is the way to do it and mobilize. But when we say that, we mean peacefully always, yeah. you know? And so... Uh, Dad, and what it's something advice? we've seen. We've seen that in the Middle East. Yeah, we've seen that here as well. Like last year with the Middle Eastern revolution, revolutions across Sudan, Iraq, Lebanon, they were all youth-led. Yeah, the people, right? the and young people, have no unheard. hope for the future, and they're fighting for their future, rightfully. And they're fighting for it. Rightfully so. Rightfully they're so. Like, they're like, they're like, you know what? We there's respect for the OGs, but y'all don't get us. <laughs> no, right? you don't there's know me. Problems here. <laughs> no, you, but like, no, for sure. We, different times. Yeah. It's got, everything. It's got different different like, we got to do yeah. it for us. One hundred percent. But so yeah. I was asking Dad, what advice for you know the young Arab worlds that like us? We're we're trying to figure out. Today we actually released a letter that was really important to us as yeah, the can. You know, good letter. That's a good letter, you guys. Wrote. Thank you. And I just want to know, we're, we're trying to figure out how to mobilize peacefully, properly, and effectively. Do you have any advice whatsoever for the Black community, for the Arab community, for us as your friends? Um, I think that you need to look at uh, any things dealing with government, especially in you guys' case. You need a male and a female. It can't just be male-dominated anymore. You need... Fair enough. The, every position needs two people in it, a mm -hmm. male and a female in each position. I think that people in government should be in the ages of 30 to 39 for moving forward because that is the middle ground for understanding. The bridge to the future 
and the past is everybody in their 30s. Mm. Shouldn't be radical wisdom. They don't, they don't get radical. it. They don't get it. We yeah. got to change. You know, you, you need new amendments. You need new rules. And in order to do that, you need smart, young, but educated. responsible people, educated people yeah. starting to call the shots. Yeah. It, it, I know it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. No. It's the truth. No, because it's not. It's not crazy. It is. It's not crazy you know, at all. And, and we, we see we see some of it sometimes on, on a government and sometimes on a corporate level. I think like in some ways the why I was optimistic about some of the impacts that happen after COVID, like in because of COVID, I think, you know, in some old businesses where management could not believe that anybody could work from home. There is no way people are responsible or disciplined enough to Ooh. work from home. But guess what? All the youth showed up on time ready in front of their computers and they're on the calls and they're in the meetings virtually and they prove that system that old business system wrong right and then also seeing how government here responded of like laws were changing every other hour so it took something like covid to occur but you know what there is positivity that we're like okay we're gonna restructure the system and we got to move fast and there was a sense of agility that i think it forced it upon everybody else. If we, if it wasn't there, this process would have still been taking years to develop itself. Correct. And I think that now we, it was happening with. But also hour. to give credit where credit is due is that especially here in the UE, there are young uh, leaders in in governmental places, in government. and you see it, and you see it yeah. there. There are, they are in places where that causes impact, whether if it's oh, yeah. the minister oh, yeah. of culture, for example, or whether if it's even even semi-governmental uh, leaders that are part of uh, the MCC, for example, and. So you see that you're 100% right. It does take people that are from 30 to 39. Uh, that are we saw it in business and before, like in our era and before, like how we see like a young marketing director, a CEO is 35 and people are like, what do you mean? But then you see that transition that he's doing and bridging the way uh, for the company yeah. to see what's, and yeah. you're seeing it now in government yeah. here. But a radical suggestion, two people, different genders getting paid equally. Crazy thought. Do you know what have I mean? To, like, you have insane. to do it. You, everybody, insane, you have right? to do it. You have insane. to do it. You have, you have to a do minister, it. ministers yeah. of AI. You can't male, expect female. a man to get women's health care. He can't get it. He's not a woman. Yeah. No. A man can't make the decisions for a woman's health care. He can't do it. He could never understand the importance yeah. or, right. or or he could never understand abortion. He can't. He can't. Yeah. It's humanly Absolutely. impossible. It doesn't make sense. How can a man make the decision? For all these independent women that are keep rising up, rising up, rising up year after year, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it don't make sense. Exactly. I feel as, a, as as men, we're putting ourselves in a position to make decisions that we don't even want to make. <laughs> it's in, in many ways, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, was like, crazy. I don't want to be yelled at. You do that's it. <laughs> it's it's like, the same. You know, it's, it's the same thing. So you know, those are the things that um, those are the things that I'll be pushing for. Um, Great. From here on out, just period. Like anytime that you hear my voice moving forward, and anybody asks my political opinion, um, and that's what that's kind of like. Last night, I really got locked into it. Like now, I'm really studying politics more, and studying politics mm-hmm. the young way, or whatever. Thank like you. the way that finding those human characteristics and paying attention to how people talk, how they handle the internet, how they do their YouTube, what their background is. You know what I'm saying? How they use black people when they do use black people, paying yes. attention to those type of things or whatever. So it's going to be interesting because now I'm in politics. That's a new medium, a new medium I'm challenging myself with. 
Wonderful. We're we're behind you a hundred thousand percent. Thank you. Quick question from, from my side, and and I know we just discussed like what's your advice for, and we 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 dwelt, we got into more of like that governmental era, but especially after the letter that we wrote and while we were writing it, while we were discussing it, is that, and knowing you and your background from having your media training from being an artist and then being in complex, and that's and that's and that's stuff that you learn day by day that you can't learn anywhere. Like nowhere teaches that. Like you've the what you've gained from a digital responsibility perspective, because you see that there's a lot of people being put in pressure, whether should I post, should I not post? Am I ignorant? Am I not ignorant? Whether if it's just people that want to support or people that are trying to be pioneers and lead this. What, like, what are digital responsibilities that people should think about? Whether if like, how should they go about? Because there's a lot of people and like me talking through that are being put, like they're starting to have anxiety because they don't know what to do. Like, should they post a, a dark image? Should they not? What well, should they hashtag? I, if they like don't, said, how will they be deemed? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I think that um, if you do have anxiety, right, and anxiety is kind of like when it's like cameras on you, you're not a camera person. Um, you know, I understand. I, I get it. You know, and um, for those people, I would say to make your words count. You know what I'm saying? Make your words count. Um, I would say that, was the, that black screen that people, that black square that people were posting, you know what I'm saying? Let it be a black square, but put your voice over it so people can hear your voice at least. You know, if, they, if, you, don't, if you don't want them to see your face so that we, knew it, we know it's you. You know, um, transparency. Transparency, transparency, transparency is what is going to be the cure to your fear. Yeah. Because all it is is fear. If you truly are not ignorant, if you truly do care, then you truly do want to say something. And... Just like mm -hmm. you would figure out a way to buy, to, to afford the thing that you want to purchase in life, to afford the house or the watch or the car, you know what I'm saying? Or the, the measures that you would do to prove to somebody that you love them, that you want to marry or be with or be boyfriend and girlfriend with, you know what I'm saying? Those are the same steps that you got to take in matters like this to prove that you care about other people's culture or your own culture. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't, we can't keep using the same excuses that I have uh, anxiety or whatever. You had to find a way to make it work. You know, you can't say that to your job or else you wouldn't have a job. So, you know, so you'll make it work at your job, but you got to deal with people at your job. You know what I'm saying? And, and for, and for that person who's like, well, I don't work at a, I don't work around people and I only work at home. Like I said, well, let's hear your voice. It starts yep. there. You know, you, you, if you keep telling yourself that you can't do something, you will never do it. But if you kind of try, that's right. Then that is yeah. what cracks open that journey to you fully getting there. You know, it's like rehabilitation. You know what I'm saying? When you get strung out on drugs, it feels like you can't survive without drugs. But you can survive without drugs because you weren't yes. born taking drugs. You were surviving. Yes. Yeah. Huh? No, I'm saying, yeah, you're right. You were surviving without drugs, so you can. Like, there is a living example Correct. that you can Correct. survive without even if you're Even if your parents did drugs and they had you. You have drugs in your system. You're born with it. Yes. But that doesn't mean that you have to take them. That does not mean that. That doesn't mean yeah. that drugs is the only thing to help you cope. You know, and so if people could, if people could rehabilitate from going through horrible situations when it comes to that, then you can beat the fear of not, of figuring out how to say how you truly feel. And that's True. especially if you're a millennial, especially if you're 35 and younger, 
It's no excuse. It is no Agreed. excuse. Yeah. Agreed. The knowledge is there. The tools are there. Correct. There are pieces Correct. And you can suck. Like I said, I started off in 2018. Like, to me, I sucked when I started off doing those those dad talks. Uh, and ever like those, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like You didn't. It you wasn't good. You, you know did. what I'm saying? I just kept going. Kept going. I was like, ah, it's not good. It's not good. It's cool, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to come back tomorrow because I knew that what I was saying was real. And I was betting on what I was, my intentions compared yeah. to my display. The display can always get yeah. there, but the intentions must always be good. Yes, sir. Definitely. And I think that's such a perfect note to wrap this up with. Betting on your intention and betting on yourself. I think that's yeah. powerful, man. Thank you. We love you, Dad. Hey, man. It's all love. <laughs> it's all three of you. And uh, you know... Uh, Back on nigga, back. black on nigga, black shit getting ugly. Mass on nigga, back on nigga, black on nigga, black shit getting ugly. Mass on nigga, come on, shit get crazy when that cash go, nigga. Everybody got the answers, I ain't ask y'all niggas. Give a fuck who got now, nigga. Now you got next. I ain't at niggas, bitch boy. I'm at you niggas neck. Niggas living for the limelight and dying for success. I feel like Virgil and Rambo in this Louis V vest. Niggas wish I would just die. I be making niggas vex. I be dripping cars and daily make your bitch make. A request. I never say I'm hungry, bitch, unless I'm in Budapest. Eating good, nigga, counting up on the new check. Chilling with my nigga, shooting pool, eating root crisp. Since drama corner pocket, hit your ass with a pool stick. These niggas are softer than a condom from Duke Rex. I'm learning new jugs, nigga, might build a duplex. Humble even though my rings look like a root bitch. These fake ass niggas break fast like a cute bitch. Bitch, just a shining boy, I feel like Kubrick. I don't associate with niggas who don't do shit. Nigga, you just doing it, I do this shit. Ha, fuck that advance, nigga, I blew that shit. Blew yeah, it. went and got another and I blew that shit. Ha, I work for what I want rather than lie on my dick. And if you don't feel the same, nigga, you ain't shit. Matter of fact, I don't like you, nigga, or your bitch. Or your badass kids who you won't teach shit. Now you got a contract and he gon' get tricked. Why you gotta say that? Cause he don't know shit. Except for busting guns, fuck the cops and fucking bitches' lives up. Uh -huh. Skipping class, sliding by, he got a wicked jump shot. Uh -huh. A chip stuck on his shoulder cause his brother got popped. Uh -huh. And Papa was a rolling stone, fuck all that. We trying to make it on the cover, nigga, how about that? Nigga, we go broke because we don't buy black. Got them crackers toe tapping when we giving them racks. I'm in the booth right now plotting this Michael Miri jacket. A rapping contradiction, nigga, I just gotta have it. I got shoes you never seen, but I know it's gonna match it. I be selling niggas confidence and dripping with a passion. Dressed to kill, you can call me an assassin. Don't need no extra bills or no baby mama action. He black and confident? Ooh, they like that. He ain't got no kids? Ooh, they like that. Like that. Them bitches give me eyes when I'm passing them, boy. I be giving niggas tips, they be asking me, boy. These niggas could dress, stop gassing them, boy. And you should see my closet look like Fashion Week, boy. Come on, pull up, skirt, get out. These niggas annoyed. You ain't the only one that can afford. No, sir. You ain't the only name to make the tabloids. Ah, you're just a guy, nigga. I'm that. That boy. that boy, the cameras find me when the lights go off. Ha! My YSL toes got a Cinderella glow. My pinky finger look like an infinity stone. That's a time stone, uh, power stone. Uh, Man, this shit get crazy. crazy. Back on, nigga. Back. Black on, nigga. Black. Shit getting ugly. Mass on, nigga. Uh. Back on, nigga. Back. Black on, nigga. Black. Shit getting ugly. Mass on, nigga. Come on. Back on, nigga. Black. Black on, nigga. Black. Back on, nigga. Black. Black on, nigga. Black. Black on, nigga. Black. Black on, nigga. Black on,
سلام